0: Welcome to the Bite-Sized Storytelling Show, brought to you by Commaful.com, where we bring you techniques, advice, and stories that will help you on your writing journey. Without further ado, please give a warm welcome to our special guest. Hi Commaful, it's Jen Haskin here, published author and publishing house editor, and today I want to talk about Writing your sizzling synopsis from your outline. This is going to be a novel idea for some of you, but it's actually easiest to write your outline first. um, Putting in all of those great ideas that you have and then writing the book that fulfills those promises. I know it sounds crazy, but I did it myself. My work in progress, The Clockwork Pen, um, I started with a hook a boy who finds a door to another world. Um, When I'm gonna write a book, I have a process that falls somewhere between the planners and the pantsers. The pantsers are those who fly by the seat of their pants. I begin with my concept or my hook, and then if I can write a blurb, I do that. Here's what I wrote for this book. A high school senior on the football team A badass rebel leader with a gun belt and skirt one simple decision could bring them together or force them apart nothing has ever mattered to will he's no hero but when he finds a dark hidden world of clockwork made with a magic pen by a mad king he realizes that just being from his world makes his presence a crime when the mad king visits him in a dungeon cell and implants a tracker in his arm he realizes that the resistance makes a lot of sense if they can find a way to steal the king's pen, they'll form a new government, and Will can go home. Ready to fight back, he has a cause to get behind, for the first time. An attraction grows between Will and Sarah, but anxiety threatens to cripple him. If he keeps it a secret that the king is using him to betray her, they'll both be captured, but if he tells her the truth, he'll lose everything. After that, when I have the blurb I want, I want to know the order of scenes that I need to write. I call this my scenology. Get a new word document or a notebook and start planning your story. Give a line to each scene as you think of it. Uh, The scene descriptors can be as vague as Will leaves the house and finds a door to uh, a very detailed description of that same Uh, line could say, Will's parents tell him they're getting a divorce and he leaves the house looking for a distraction from his roiling emotions. He and his friend walk to the mansion and decide to explore. When they hear a man being killed, they panic and flee to the basement where Will finds a door that opens into a new world. means the same thing to me. Um, You can use a bit of dialogue, whatever you want, that's going to remind you of what that scene is supposed to be what you want to know is which direction the story is going to go there's a point a and a point b you need to know how it begins and how it ends the um, the concept can be a large concept or a very detailed uh, description that you've come up with i'm going to uh when i when i'm ready to decide the scenes of the book I use a story structure to know what scene to write next. I'm gonna tell you the structure that I use. It's a 10 part structure, so grab your pen. Number one is the norm. What's your character's normal routine look like? What do they need or want? What are they lacking? Number two, the inciting incident. That is the event that turns your character's life upside down and starts the action of something new and or unexpected. Number three is your first point. At this point in the plot, something will happen to draw the character into the story and they hit what's called a point of no return, where they're now invested in the struggle or the mission or the mystery or righting the wrong. Number four is the second point this is where the bad guy shows up and they have their first battle or argument or encounter, um, whatever the good guy loses here and things start to feel bad for them. Number five, the midpoint up the stakes here. Now the stakes are what could happen if the uh, main character does not win. What will happen if they fail? Will the hero die? Will the world die? Will the heroine never find love? The character uh, starts to have deeper feelings here. If there's a love scene, the feelings deepen. Um, The character shifts from what I call wimp to warrior. They finally take up their weapon and say, maybe for the first time, okay, let's beat this thing. They've accepted their role in the story. Now it's fine to have them fight it up to this point. If you've got a reluctant hero or reluctant heroine and they don't uh, accept their position in the story, if they're in denial that they are the chosen one, um, that's fine, but up to the, at the midpoint, they need to start taking some ownership. Number six is your fourth point. Here we have our second encounter with the bad guy or the evil we're fighting, or the adversity we're facing, and we lose. Again, this time, it is definitely the protagonist's fault that we fail. They think, now, can I really do this? If there's a romance, maybe the main character shares their feelings, um, but the feelings aren't returned yet. So things really don't look good. The fifth point is called, um, what's termed the dark night of the soul. And that is really what it is. Everything that can go wrong is going wrong. Their life is a lie. They're ready to retreat. And maybe there's corruption among the good guys. Um, whatever you can do to rain on the characters parade, do it here. Number eight. Is a section I call React and Plan. Here we're going to gather the items we need guns, money, cards, plane tickets and hunt for allies to make a team or plan a mission. We're not quite sure what to do yet, but after a talk with a mentor or a secret letter is found or some memory or dream, their hope is renewed and they get a great idea. Use this time to follow up on any plot holes you have, wrap up any loose endings. Um, They now believe I must do this. I'm the only one that can fix things. If they're gonna set a trap, this is a good time to do it. Number nine is the final battle. This is where the hero has nothing left to lose. They've given up on winning, but at least need to try to stop the bad thing from happening. They're finally willing to sacrifice everything to win. Something happens here in which the character has a vision, a thought, a rush of power, but through the scenes, um, they might remember a detail where the truth is revealed or a crucial missing piece is found. So the character taps into that power and uses the truth to defeat the antagonists. And this is your climax number 10 resolution even if you're writing a cliffhanger you need a resolution without it readers will get very angry and they will leave you bad reviews and then you will lose future readers from that maybe if you're planning to pick up book two right from where this one leaves off give us some closing thoughts from the mc's perspective on what happened what still needs to happen Um, tell us how that affects them and what they plan to do about it then you can always begin book two with that same little bit of text and that's a reminder then of what's happened and the goals they've planned and where they plan to go from now but in general if you've written a, a book that is that has had a great climax and it's winding down show us what their new normal looks like with this resolution tell us how they feel about it i know i harp on this a lot but emotion is very important Uh, readers love books because they make them feel so tell us how the new normal makes the character feel and keep the reader invested so using that story structure I decide what I want to happen in each of those scenes in my story. I usually do this on paper because after that I take a ring of index cards. You can get these at the office supply store already with a ring in them. And I write a scene descriptor on each card. Really easy to do. If I have more scenes, I make more cards. some are some have a simple sentence on them. Some are stuffed with dialogue and covered with extra post-it notes. You can reorder the cards any way you wish. Add or subtract them until you have the story that you want to tell. So then, I flip to the first card, read what it says, and write that. Then, flip to the next one, write that scene, and you just keep going until you're done. Flip and write. Flip and write this releases you to be more creative because you aren't trying to craft a story as you write the story you can focus on the details and the nuances because you already know where your story is going you know that you only need to get from point A to point B with as much action and excitement as possible You can focus on foreshadowing because you know how you want the story to end. Conversely, you can throw the reader off the trail because you know the ending. If you're a pantser, you will still have to build a story. Whether you do it while you write, before or, I hope not, after, the work will have to be done. So save yourself some pain and formulate the outline first, then pants your way through the writing. It's still very creative, though you know the direction you're going. Panthers equate planning as squashing their creativity and free flow of ideas. I'm just saying free flow first. It's like thinking that the scenic drive won't be beautiful because you're following a map and know where you're going. On the contrary, if you don't have to look at the map and decide where you're going the whole time, you're free to enjoy the scenery where you are. I know I said killer synopsis, so here we go. If you wrote out all those scenes in a Word document, you're a step ahead. If not, go type those up. A synopsis is simply an edited list of your scenes. That is exactly what the agent wants to see. Make sure to include the ending, not in the query, but in the synopsis, definitely include the ending and add a few sentences in there to make the piece flow in sentence form, you've got the bones of your synopsis. It's much harder to do this the other way around and write the story first, trying to make something that you've already written sound exciting or quantify it. If you didn't plan the scenes, it's very hard. It's difficult to know what details to include and what to cut out. I think the first synopsis I wrote was probably 10 pages long. They should be about two. I had no idea how to condense all that information. Here's a tip. If you're working this way, and a lot of you will be, my suggestion, since you're likely the most familiar with your work, is to put the manuscript down, don't look at it, and try to do a scenology of your book from memory. What happens in the first scene? What's the main point of the scene? Use the story structure that I talked about before and ask yourself, what's the inciting incident? Write that down. What's the first encounter they have with the bad guy? Write that down. If you have a list of your scenes, put them into sentence form and you've got a synopsis. Now use descriptive words and tighten it up, make it concise and informative. Uh, Agents aren't going to judge your writing skill on your synopsis, but it does make a good impression And if your book is a horror, feel free to make it creepy. If it's a comedy, make us laugh. If it's whimsical, use words of whimsy. It's not required, but if you wanna know how to write a killer synopsis, that's how to do it. Just remember, you aren't married to your scenology. If you plan out a great story and get to the fourth point and get an idea for an even better ending, go for it. Write new cards and shove them in your deck and write from them instead happens to me all the time, but I wouldn't be as free to see my options if I didn't already know what they were. The plan is not a prison sentence. It's the bolt cutter that will set you free to write the way you want. Good luck with that, and if you want to see more about writing, editing, publishing, and marketing, feel free to go to my website at www.jenniferhaskin.com. Thanks. If you found this interesting, be sure to like, subscribe, and give a special thanks to our volunteer instructor. Reviews and likes really go a long way and help us provide more awesome writing resources to the Commaful community. If you aren't on Commaful yet, you can join a community of poets, short story authors, and fan fiction writers on Commaful.com.